1: Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge.
0: Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge mini episode 1496, our Better Call Saul episode 6.10 preview. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our top five notes of interest about the third episode of the second half of the final season. Number five. We have seen the end of the Better Call Saul era. The flash forward with Saul in the mansion and the super gaudy version of his office represents the beginning of the Breaking Bad timeline on this show. The previews indicate that some degree of post-Breaking Bad Cinnabon gene is on the menu as well in the last four episodes. Particularly if you weren't aware that episode 6.9 had a 20-minute overrun, all of the dwelling in the aftermath of Howard and Wallow's tragic night out might have made it seem like the writers were never going to take us into Saul's future. And then, it all unfolded in logical and creatively magnificent fashion. Chuck, Nacho, Howard, Wallow, and Kim were all characters from a world that predated Breaking Bad, and with Kim's sad goodbye, they're all gone now. In Kim's case, at least on that timeline, since she's the only one of those five still alive. Number four. In the end, nobody knew Hector and Gus like they knew each other. The final moment with those two, Juan Bolsa, the twins, and Don Aladia was incredible, with Hector alleging that Gus orchestrated the original attack on Lalo and then probably finished him off. Hector even using the quote-unquote blood-for-blood line, that Gus invoked years later when getting his revenge was epic. We said all along that there was no overt Salamanca war in Gus's backstory, so everything that went down with him and Lalo was going to have to be unbeknownst to the cartel, and that's exactly how it played out. Moreover, Gus's scene of celebration, with a dashing young sommelier, sealed what had been hinted about Gus and his relationship with the other Hermanos brother, which Hector, in all of his homophobia, had claimed to see years before. TV feuds don't get any more epic or personal than the one between Hector and Gus, and this last scene with them was truly awesome. Number three. One of the last remaining pieces of Mike's soul died with the brush-off that he got from Nacho's father. Essentially, Mr. Varga was the righteous man that Mike once was before giving into corruption back in Philadelphia and the brutality of the moment when Mike had to deliver the news, and the old man's rejection of any hint that Mike is better than the Salamancas, drove home the brutal point that Mr. Varga didn't have anything to do with his son dying, and Mike can't say the same. By the way, is it a plot hole that the Salamancas didn't kill Mr. Varga for revenge? That seems odd. Number two. Howard's memorial service marked the end of a life, and the end of the marriage that destroyed that life. Did Kim have to go as far as she did in selling the story to Howard's widow about him being a druggie? Probably not, but she's always all in on any scheme, and that necessitated doing whatever it took to be convincing. And in the end, that's what finished that version of her, and by extension, her marriage, because she came to accept how poisonous they were together for other people. Number one, what happens with the timelines now? We appear to be up to the point just before Saul meets Walt and Jesse, and rumors are afoot that they show up in the next episode. Presumably, we're going to see Saul's version of events leading up to his departure from Albuquerque, so that's going to be another time jump, and we know that we're going to see the continuing adventures of Cinnabon Jean. But after ten episodes tightly cloistered in and around a few months in 2005, all of a sudden it feels like the writers have plenty of runway to tell the remaining stories. Right now, it feels like Breaking Bad did coming down the stretch, and that's the best compliment that we could pay. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.